0: Thanks for joining us here at WagerAger. It's football talk time with Yanni. What's up, Yanni? going well, on, Nice, how you doing? Doing well, July 4th weekend, time for a long weekend, right? yeah I, I think we're uh we're getting a little tropical storm
1: rolling through but uh that's okay because quite honestly that's going to give me time to do some handicapping for football I've been a little behind so I'll look catch on up. the
0: bright side I gotta look on the bright side same thing's gonna happen with me You're gonna head down to the beach Jersey Shore as we say out here uh not the trashy Jersey Shore but like Southern Jersey and it's gonna rain for like half the weekend it's kind of nice that it's gonna do that because it was 98 degrees yesterday the heat index was like 110 like just walking dog just sweating my yeah. ass off so that that's kind of welcome and I can do some handicapping that I'm long overdue to do. Should I have done more of it before this podcast? Yeah, but that's the way that I roll. So that's <laughs> why bringing in the expert, bringing in the big guns here. But football, it's it's hard to believe that we are in July now. Training camp starts in what three weeks, three and a half weeks tops, and we'll be into Hall of Fame game in four weeks.
1: It's uh, you know it flies by but when you're 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 watching basketball you're handicapping baseball you're you're doing those kind of things and the next thing you know football starts creeping up and I can tell you I'm a little bit behind where I'd like to be as far as my handicapping but uh, to your point there's still a little bit of time here and and now uh now's the time to get serious
0: we're getting serious. The tropical storm is going to allow you to get even more serious as the weather sucks down there. We'll go through everything. And it's nice too because we can say, Yeah, there's so much happening right now. Like there's Euro soccer, like there's stuff during the day. There's Wimbledon, there's there's baseball. And that will, unfortunately for me, because the Philly suck will continue to go until October. But basketball is going to end abruptly. Hockey's going to end abruptly, perhaps this weekend. And it all comes to a halt. It's like, okay, I'm ready for football. And it happens just like that, and we're going to be there in three to four weeks, ready to go. So that's why we're just going to kick some things around, kick off some lines, go over win totals, everything like that, probably go team by team. But I think just, just to start things off, just just kind of kicking around and just talking about some of the the biggest off-season moves and there there weren't that many i guess blockbuster moves i mean the biggest off-season story might be Aaron Rodgers and what's going to happen with that right like can you even bet on where he's going to end up next probably on Bovada or you could on Bovada at some point maybe it's
1: not up there now but i they did have some different odds up before and I, you're right i think that's the story right now heading into the season is is he going to be in Green Bay? Could he be somewhere else? Could he not play? Um, and obviously, <laughs> right? Yeah, could he host I mean, Jeopardy? You never know. And and I, you could you could probably say with pretty much certainty that no player means more to his team than Aaron Rodgers. I mean that that's yeah. a team that with Rodgers contends for a Super Bowl. Without Rodgers, I don't I don't know how many games they win. So I I think you got to look at that and. We'll see what happens there. But, yeah, that's going to have a lot of impact on that whole division.
0: I really couldn't even tell you what I think would happen. Like, gun to head, I'd say – I actually don't even know. (laughs) Like, gun to head, i say he sits out for the season, to be honest with you. Um, But I agree with you 100%. He means the most to his team. Up in that category, maybe Deshaun Watson, and who knows what's going on with that. So that's probably the second biggest story, which is not a free agency story. It might end up in a free agency story. That's another story. It's like these quarterbacks that mean so much to their teams, what's going to happen? Vegas thinks that Houston's going to be awful. They're over under win totals, what, four and a half? So that's baking in a, a Watson suspension or a Watson cut. But well, I
1: I think it's just that that team outside of Deshaun Watson is so bad. bad. You know, it's It's I mean, think about it. If Deshaun Watson goes down in week one, let's just hypothetically talk here, that team could easily be 0-17. You could be looking and saying this is one of the worst teams we've ever seen. Literally would be the worst
0: because we've got 17 games this year, which another thing that we should preface and tell the audience: we've got 17 games this season which is still hard for me to look at the over-unders. I'm like, the Eagles have an over-under. I I think I saw like six and a half. I was like, they're getting disrespected. I was like, oh, there's 17 games. They're even more disrespected. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're right. You're right. uh, Nine and eight is hard for me to do. Like people are probably going to have difficulty doing the math and be like over-under 10 and a half. That's a lot. But, hey, there's an extra game in there. So 11 and six is going to be difficult uh to wrap my head around and we'll see what the worst record is of a team to make the playoffs. Maybe it's eight and nine this season. That's so weird. Eight, eight, and one, maybe.
1: <laughs> maybe it maybe in the NFC
0: East. We'll see. Oh, uh, the NFC East might be six, ten and one. Still hard for me to do the math. <laughs> six, six, ten and one. So uh those those are the two biggest stories that don't even have to do with free agency. JJ Watts on the Arizona Cardinals. I, I don't know if I want to call that big, but that's uh uh, what, two, three-time defensive player of the year now on the Cardinals? We'll see if he has anything left. Andy Dalton on the Bears. I'm sure we'll get into the Bears. Help me out here. I, oh, your Bills have Emmanuel Sanders, so that's big.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I think the, the one we really need to talk about is probably Matt Stafford.
0: Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, turns I, out that's
1: I, big. Yeah, No, I, I think it is because – Quite frankly, and I've never been a huge Jared Goff fan. I think Sean McVay put him in a position to be fairly successful out there. Obviously got him to a Super Bowl. Um, But I I think Stafford is the kind of guy that if he can kind of rein into McVay's offense, he legitimately gives them a chance with that defense to be a Super Bowl contender. So I think to me, that's really the one that we got to watch out there because I think that team has as high of a ceiling as anyone out there.
0: I agree with you, and maybe we just start right there with our futures and handicapping and all that good stuff. That's that's the biggest one. Obviously, Jared Goff no longer on the Rams. He's on the Lions. Don't even know if we'll get to the Lions. If we do, it'll be breezing through. Their over-under is like five and a half because they're going to be terrible. The Rams right now at FanDuel, 14-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. Over-under win total, I think I saw 10 and a half. Correct me if I'm wrong. 10 and a half. Let's start with them. I'm going to be honest with you. You can convince me to bet on both. The the biggest thing here is will the defense come and it's hard for them to be as good as last season. Like I think they'll be good because it was what a top two to three defense. Will the defense still be there to support them? This offense I think could be incredible. And you could convince me to bet on the 14 to one Rams to win the Super Bowl as well as over 10 and a half wins. You could
1: convince me too. I I think, first of all, I think their over is definitely in play. Um, The only thing that makes me a little leery on the over is the fact that that division, I think, and and they were a little bit down last year. Obviously, the Niners were banged up in that, but they were a good division. I think they're going to be a really good division this year. So I think you got to factor that in when you look at the win total. But when you're looking at value, 14 to 1, Again, I think this team has as high of a ceiling as anyone. I think they have two of the top five defensive players in the league. As you said, that defense was good last year. I think Stafford can elevate that offense. I think McVay is going to be a little bit revitalized with that. I like Cam Akers now in his second season in that backfield. I think this team, I, I think this team can do well.
0: Definitely. Fourteen to one. And then I'll just go down the list and, and list the teams that have better odds or more favorable odds. Ravens are tied with them at fourteen to one to win the Super Bowl. Niners at 13 to 1. Interesting. Bills, there you go. 12 to 1. Tampa Bay, 6.5 to 1. Kansas City Chiefs, 5 to 1. So those are all of the favorites. But yeah, to kick things off, you could definitely convince me to bet on the Rams. Is that going to be a finalist of what I bet over this long weekend? I don't know, but you could convince me to do 14 to 1. I'd probably rather bet on the over 10 and a half to be honest with you i could easily see him getting to 11 and six but okay okay let's just go down the list i've got DraftKings up and let's just kick around some over under win totals and just do it off the cusp like there there might be some teams where we're just like you know what i got nothing to say next (laughs) team and we're gonna start out with one of them (laughs) Cincinnati Bengals over under six and a half. Joe Burrow coming back from his ACL. Is he playing week one? Is that a lock?
1: It's, I don't know that it's a lock, but it looks good. It seems like it's trending that way. Um, you know, gun to my head, I'm actually going over on this one. Uh, but I yeah. think the, the challenge that you have here is I just mentioned the NFC West. This division is really good. <laughs> um obviously yeah, it is. the Ravens are a quality team, you know, I think we'll talk a little bit about the Browns. They they certainly have some potential this year. And I don't think the Steelers are a Super Bowl threat, but I also don't think they're a cakewalk either. So when you're the Bengals, you're probably in the cellar in that division. I like what the Bengals are doing. I think that their offense has the potential to be really good. I think their defense will be a little bit better. I love the signing of Trey Hendrickson that they got from New Orleans. I think he's a good fit there in Cincinnati. Um, but I, I can't bet on this team just based on the fact that they're probably a cellar dweller in that division. Exactly. They're not there yet. Give, give it another year and we'll see how they, how they do. And, and it could be a team in 2022 that we're taking a look at.
0: That sounds good to me. Um, is that your team next to the Bills, or or is that yeah? Yeah, that's pr- probably team number two for me. Yep, team number two. Okay, uh, for me, it's probably team number three because I've got the Eagles, and I lived in Cincinnati for a bit, and it's probably Bengals number three. But I, I lived in Buffalo for a year. And it, it was the year after they lost four in a row. I always have a soft place for them, a soft spot for them. They, they lost in the playoffs of the Steelers that year. But the Bills are definitely my number two. And I'm sure that we'll talk about the Bills. But the Bengals lived there when they had good old Jeff Blake and oh, Corey Dillon in his rookie season. So, uh, But six and a half, I'm not doing anything with that. Like you said... No. They're expected to be in the cellar. Could the Steelers be in the cellar? Maybe if Roethlisberger gets hurt or just, you know, retires midseason, but that's that's not worth betting. All right. Next team. Next team down on the list, according to DraftKings, Los Angeles Rams, which we already talked about. I don't know if this is an alphabetical order. It's not because it goes C, then L. I, I have no idea what's going on. Like it's just all out of order. So we're, we're not even going according to division. It's just. Going off draft kicks, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So fireworks early over under 11 and a half wins. Tom Brady coming back. How old is he now? 48. What it's like 43, right? Uh, 11, uh 43, 11 and a half wins. Super Bowl hangover. You're not going to convince me to bet on the over. If anything, I would do the under. And what did I say the Super Bowl odds were it's six and a half to one. Uh, I'm not doing anything. Are you?
1: I'm, I'm passing on this one as well. Um, I'm, I am on the opposite side with you. I think they. In a 17-game season, could they go 12-5? and five? Absolutely. So I, I think, again, kind of gun-to-my-head type rule, I'm taking over on them. I don't see a Super Bowl hangover for this team for a couple reasons. I mean, number one, they got Tom Brady quarterback, and I think if There's anybody that. can avoid that, it's him. Yeah. But but I really like this defense. I mean, I, I love their linebacking core. Their secondary came on, and they basically their their entire offense there. So I don't see any reason why they can't, at least go 12 and five and potentially be back in the mix again I, I actually personally have them as my number one i know it's a shock they won the super bowl but i have them as my <laughs> number one favorite to go back to the super bowl
0: okay okay so you would definitely you could be convinced to take their over win total 12 and 5 is definitely doable 12 and 5 is 100 percent doable.
1: absolutely and like i said i'm passing on it but i would if if, if i had to take i'm going over
0: Say that they get off to a slow start, some fake Super Bowl hangover of one and two. Maybe you, you can get something attractive. Okay. Yep. Tom Brady, it's going to be what? Season, what is it? Season 22? I've, I've lost count. It, 21 or
1: 22? Something 22. like Whatever. 21, 22, whatever.
0: Goes into the NFC, wins in his first season. Is that good? Right? So. <laughs> Seattle Seahawks, definitely not an alphabetical order of this list. Over under nine and a half. So 10 and seven. Russell, we we've heard so much this season about is he staying? Is he going? He's staying, I guess, but there, there were rumors about he put together, or not rumors, he probably put together a, a top four list of where he could go or where he'd be willing. Chicago Bears were there, but I guess you know, Chicago Bears have Andy dogs, so they're all set, right? <laughs> uh, um over under nine and a half. I always look at the Seahawks over under win total and say, all right, they should definitely go over because they have Russ Wilson. And they started the year last year, what six and O's. like, they're the odds on favorite. They were the odds on favorite for a couple weeks, I believe to win the super bowl. And we all know how it ended. And I feel like more seasons than not end with that. I don't know. Like there's, there's just so much going on with this team and this isn't like, offense defense handicap but there's just so much bullshit p Carroll's getting older russ wilson should be able to get them to 10 but i'm laying off of it that's where well, I'm at.
1: i think i think you 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 broke it down really well and and i would agree with you on that i think that i kind of see this team around that 10 and 7 mark um so there's not a lot of value either direction in my opinion there i think that to your point, Russ finds a way to get that done. I think they have enough talent on both sides of the ball that they'll they'll be in the mix. But again, tough division there. Uh, they They obviously struggled the second half of the season last year. I just don't think you can go over with them, and that number to me is too low to go under.
0: Agreed. Agreed. And they are 23 to one. If anybody is interested in betting them to win the Super Bowl, I'm not even going to pull up their their conference outrights. So they're probably like 12 to one or something like that. So, okay, moving on, moving on. Indianapolis Colts. I think we're both on the same page here over under 10. What are you thinking on the Colts?
1: Well, first off, you can get over nine and a half on Bovada minus 120. So, um, okay. you, you know, you, either way, if you shop that around, you can get that. And I am 1000% over yeah. on this. Hit that um, one. Hit that um, I think one. This, this team wins 12 games. I, I really believe that they're going to be in a good spot. I know there's some question marks. Obviously, you, you know Carson Wentz as well as anybody. <laughs> and we, we <laughs> don't know for sure what we're getting at the quarterback position there but I think this team is as complete of an offense and defense as you'll find in the league. And that includes Tampa Bay. That includes, you know, Kansas city and some of the other front runners. So I'm going over on this. This is one of my favorite future bets that I'm sure we'll talk about tonight. If Wentz can do anything. And when I say anything, he doesn't even have to be great. If he can be average and just not turn the ball over, I think this team is going to score points. I think their defense is solid. I like Frank Reich as a coach. I'm buying into them and and keep in mind too, we've been talking about divisions. They're gonna get to play the Jags twice, they're gonna get to play the Texans twice, and they're that yes. should be four wins. Great so
0: eight points. Right. Great so you're starting point. off pretty hot
1: right there. So that's my take on the Colts. I'm all in.
0: Colts 13 to 1 to win the AFC. They they took the Bills down to the wire last year. Well, it was 27-24 final. It probably shouldn't have been that close, but they were right there. 25 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Carson Wentz. Yes. I know that it ended poorly for him here in Philly. But you know what? Things usually end poorly for, for <laughs> players in their prime or maybe even a little bit past their prime. You can't say his past his prime, that they have one bad year here in Philly. It's one of those situations, but he's going back to guess what? Frank Reich who won the Super Bowl with Frank Reich. There's a lot of people here in Philly. I, I could probably do seven podcasts on how did the Eagles win the Super Bowl? Why did they win the Super Bowl? Frank Reich and I'd say two thirds of people's minds is right up there and saying they needed Frank Reich. They had Frank Reich. And once he left, Carson Wentz took a step back. Nick Foles took a step back. Guess what? They're reunited. I like this situation. They had a solid team last year and they went, what did they go? Ten and six last year, I want to say. Eleven and five, I think. Eleven and five last year. <clears throat> There's no reason to think that they can't get over that win total. I actually don't know why it's at nine and a half, ten. I really like I, I really like this team. And like you said, they should beat up on the Texans twice, easily. Yep. Easily. So that's definitely one that we're going to uh, not even pencil in, ink it, ink it, ink it. Los Angeles Chargers over under nine. That's interesting. Chargers actually have a real coach now because there's no more Anthony Lynn, right? So that's good they have a quarterback that I think could be in the MVP conversation as early as maybe not this year, but sooner than later. Right. Like I, I think he can make any throw on the planet over under nine. I would lean over on that one. You Same.
1: Um, I think I'm a little cautious on this one for a couple of reasons. I mean, I think you touched on one. Anthony Lynn being gone. Hopefully, if you're a Chargers fan, that takes away from some of the game management, some of the last-minute meltdowns, <laughs> yes. some of the things that this team's been plagued with. But I, I do. If I think Herbert's the real deal, I think most people are in agreement that he's he's the real deal at this point. And this team is really built, kind of like the Colts, very solid. They're they're good at almost every position. They played last season minus a lot of key players, especially on defense there. If they get those guys back, if Joey Bosa plays a full season, if they can get Derwin James back, you know, playing at at what they hope is the level when they drafted him there, I don't see any reason why this team can't actually be competitive with the Chiefs in that
0: division. Agreed. They should be good for 10 wins. Like, I'm I'm not even going to mention. Their Super Bowl odds. Actually, I will mention their their Super Bowl odds. I mean, they're they're not going to win the Super Bowl, right? But the Super Bowl, I just got off the page. Great pod here. Uh 32 to one to win the Super Bowl. Are there worse bets? I guess you, you could bet on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. You could bet on the Jets to win the Super Bowl, but at over under what I say, nine, nine and a half, nine. I'll take the over there. I'd lean over on that one. Okay. And they could definitely rip one off against the Chiefs. Could definitely take sure. one against the Chiefs, catch them, nap them. Okay, Atlanta Falcons over under seven and a half. I think this is one that you liked. I'm actually kind of shocked that the win totals that high. Over under seven and a half. Like, is is Matt Ryan even going to finish out the season?
1: <laughs> well, that's a good question. Um, I, I like this one on the under. Um, I I think that. Seven and a half in a 17-game season, like you said, not a huge number, but I don't see this team. I don't see this team winning eight or nine games. I think that, quite frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if they finish last in their division. Um, to your point, I don't know if Matt Ryan finishes the season. And, and listen, they drafted what they hope is kind of a generational talent in Kyle Pitts to play tight end, and I can't fault him for that. This team's not going anywhere this year. They knew they were going to have to offload Julio Jones, so I get the, the pick of Kyle Pitts, but I think that's kind of a future play for them. It, even though it, I guess it could be a present play as well, they'll do fine right now with him, but this team had deficiencies on the offensive line. Obviously, losing Julio Jones, you know, you were losing one wide receiver. I do love Calvin Ridley. I think he's extremely underrated, but that defense is always a question mark. I think this team is kind of in that weird spot where, you know, Matt Ryan's still there, but they're kind of rebuilding and they're kind of caught in flux in, in one of those weird things. But this—that's what it feels
0: like. Yeah.
1: yeah, this this team strikes me as a, a five or six win team throughout the season.
0: That's what it feels like. You have a veteran quarterback that Matt Ryan won the MVP once, right? He he definitely yeah. took an MVP. Yeah, that you can't really part ways with him yet. You're going to let this settle hopefully he rides off into the sunset if he doesn't he could end up elsewhere it just seems like like you said one of those six and eleven type years i would have said six and ten six and eleven type years because that's what we have now and it's at seven and a half the over under yeah i like that a lot actually i like that a lot okay seven and a half cool miami dolphins over under nine i don't even know what to say about this team man (laughs) i don't know what to expect from Tua. Does anybody know what to expect from Tua? They don't have Fitzpatrick to bail him out in the fourth quarter, like to come in late game, anything like that anymore. Um, I don't have much of an opinion other than I could see them being a nine and eight team. I could see them being an eight-nine team. Solid defense overall. It's hard to really shit on any part of their team. Like it's it's an okay team overall. They they've got Tua who I I just need to see him complete a pass more than six yards downfield consistently, and then we can go from there. But I'm sure that you could bring more to the table for the Miami Dolphins. Well,
1: actually, I think you, you laid it out pretty well there. I don't think you can, unless you have a crystal ball and you can figure out what two is going to do here, I don't see how you bet this because I think this team, Brian Flores has done a great job as a coach of this team, and I think they're pretty solid across the board. They've got yeah. good players on the lines. Their secondary is strong. They added you know, receiver talent to Devontae Parker. I think this team's good, but I don't see how you can bet it because to your point, what are we going to get from Tua? If he takes a step and becomes a good quarterback in this league, this team could be really, really good. Oh, yeah. But (laughs) I'm not convinced that he's that guy. And until I see that, I I can't bet on that either way.
0: I can't bet on it. And I know they're not playing the top-tier Patriots anymore twice a year. But guess what? You just don't know. Like, if I had to compare them to a team, I'd say they're a poor man's Cleveland Browns. Like, solid team, solid overall team. Like, you you can't really put a finger on too many gaps with a quarterback that. Is a little bit questionable, but I like Baker Mayfield more than Tua. That's why maybe the over under win total on the Browns is one and a half higher. Probably a shitty comparison, but that's how I see it in my own head. It's like they're a nine and eight team, <laughs> and that's why their over under is at nine. It, it doesn't even have a nine and a half, it's just nine. It is juice to the overall on DraftKings minus 150. Speaking of next team up, definitely not in alphabetical order still Cleveland Browns, 10 and a half, over under 10 and a half. You could sell me on the over. It would probably be a hard sell for me on the under other than, yeah, Cleveland Browns consistently have have not been that great of a team. Last year, they were in that game with the Chiefs. I mean, they, they, they were in that game with the Chiefs. They had that ball go through the end zone, right? That kind of screwed them. Um, and that was yep. what, the end of the first half? Yep. Um, That's when we had the live stream and we had the Bob Kraft comment about the massage parlor. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's all coming back now. Yeah. yeah. Baker Mayfield. Is this what season four here? Season four. I want to say. Yep. Solid overall team, solid offensive line, solid defensive line, solid overall defense. It's hard for me to poke holes in this team. They have all of the talent there. I'm not going to say that they have all the talent in the world and the best talent in the NFL, Top, top tier talent, top 10 talent in the NFL. You could even argue top five overall. Uh, Baker Mayfield needs to not turn the ball over. We knew that last year. We know that again this year. I think he's getting better. You could sell me on the over 10 and a half and their odds to win the Super Bowl. I think I saw 25. No, I made that up. 16 to 1. What say you, Yanni, to the Cleveland Browns?
1: Probably the most intriguing team to break down preseason. And I say that because, first of all, like you said, it's the Browns, and we know kind of their history. And last year, it's funny, two years ago, the Browns were kind of hyped up, and they kind of fell flat. Um, Like fifth
0: favorite to win the Super Bowl. Like fifth favorite.
1: (laughs) Yes, and and they fell flat.
0: Yeah, oh yeah.
1: Last year was the opposite. They were kind of flying under the radar, and all of a sudden, it was like, wow, this team's pretty good. Um, I think that. this th- this team, it's going to go as far as Baker Mayfield takes them. And I will say this, I am not a Baker Mayfield fan, not, not as a person. I think we've talked about this on your pod before. I think he's funny. I Definitely. think he's a good dude, whatever. Great um, commercials. I, I think that you could plug most quarterbacks in the league in that Cleveland team, and they would succeed, and I'm talking interesting. average players.
0: Yeah, interesting. Yeah, but,
1: you know, you know, their offensive line is is possibly the best in the league when you really break it down. Yeah. Um, obviously, that helps Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt running the football. They have tight end play now. They're going to get Odell Beckham Jr. back. I mean, they've got weapons on that offense. I think this defense is going to be improved. They. They get some players back as well that were hurt, particularly in the secondary. They added John Johnson from the Rams, who a lot of people feel is a huge upgrade in that secondary. So I think the pieces are all there. If Baker Mayfield can play above average football, this team's going to win a lot of games. And I think just by default, he's going to play above average football because, quite frankly, he has as much time in the pocket as any QB in the league. He's got That's as it. good of a running game as any QB, you know, any QB in the league. So. He'll be fine. I think to your point, this team goes over. I could see this team easily going 12 and five. Um, and, and that's in a tough division. So that tells you what I think of this team. That being said, I'm passing on this one because I don't trust a hyped up Browns team and I don't trust Baker Mayfield.
0: Agreed. I was about to say also, I could see 12 and five. I sort of expect that 11 and six, 12 and five in my head. I lean over. I'm not going to take it because I might be a little bit more bullish on Baker Mayfield than you, but that's just because I saw his turnovers decrease last season. But then again, I go back to two seasons ago and I say, okay, he had 16 interceptions by what game nine. I think Stefanski's great for this team. Great head coach. Well, not great head coach, but very good head coach. And who knows if they get to the AFC championship game, pull off a 13 and four record. Maybe I'll call them great, but uh, lean over. I'm very intrigued by this team though. I'm I'm very intrigued by this division each and every year, even more intriguing now with the Cleveland Browns, the Denver Broncos. I don't even want to spend any time. And in the interest of time over under eight and a half, sure, (laughs) smack dab in the middle you multiply that by 2 no, that's 17
1: we we can make this quick i i don't think personally that you can bet this team um, either direction and obviously there's questions at the quarterback position we don't know who's playing quarterback that's a, we don't know it, we don't know how well they're going to play quarterback i do think this team has some pieces and and i think that there's if you're a broncos fan you can be excited about this team but at the same time would anyone be shocked if this team goes 5 and 12 6 and 11 I know I wouldn't. Um, I think that their their win total is probably right about where it should be. So I, I think, like you said, move it on. There's not a lot to talk about here.
0: Moving on. They're that team that will definitely have five or six wins. I'll bet against them in like a Monday night football spot where they're at home. And I know I shouldn't be betting against them and they'll (laughs) rip off some like bullshit 2017 victory and (laughs) I'll hate them even more (laughs) moving on Buffalo bills over under 11. I'm just going to let you have this. I love the Buffalo bills, 11 wins. They were right there last season. It probably just wasn't their season. Patrick Mahomes, and chiefs were just too much. Eleven wins. That would be what? Eleven and six. It's getting late at night, but that's that's the right math right there. Eleven and six. And we said, what are their odds for the Serbos? Pretty low, right? Twelve to one. Twelve to one's there. They're probably what six to one to win the AFC? Six to one the AFC. This is your team. I felt awful when they lost to the Chiefs. They had that early lead, but hey. They got pretty damn far. I'm pretty bullish on Josh Allen. MVP candidate, perhaps? Maybe?
1: I I think so, and maybe it's my my Bills Mafia bias showing a little bit, but I, I really think that he has proven that he's got this game figured out now, and we've known he's had the athletic tools. So when the team surrounded him with what he needed, he progressed, which is what he needed to do, and I think that – when you look at this team, if you're a if you're a Bills fan like me, I think what you're excited about is, like you said, they were close last year. The Chiefs were a little bit higher class than them. And whether or not they can overtake them, I'm not sure. But what I do have confidence in is this team should be right there again because what they did in free agency, they didn't make a huge splash. You mentioned at the beginning Emmanuel Sanders. I think hopefully he'll be a nice compliment to Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley. Sure. But – What I really like what this team did is they retained their core players. They they were able to re-sign a linebacker like Matt Milano and just kind of keep the core of that team together. And I think that there's something to be said in today's NFL about consistency. And, you know, having basically, call it 20-ish of the same 22 players back, going into a season there, I think I think that's important. So I think that counts for something, especially with a team that was playing really well last year. The one thing you want to watch with this team, though, is they were fortunate a year ago, not a lot of big injury problems throughout yeah. the year. And, yeah. and it's hard to have that two seasons in a row. Obviously, injuries could derail them or any team. But I think that 11 wins, probably about where they need to be. And again, maybe it's my bias, but if I'm betting that, I'm betting over.
0: I would bet over 2. I could easily see 12 to 13 wins. 13 wins is tough. I know that it's not what it used to be. 13 and 3, 13 and 4 is still very difficult. 12 and 5, I'm just trying to like on the fly in my own head think about in my mind elite teams used to be 12 and 4 and 11 and 5 were were really good. Now it's like 12 and 5 is is that that really good borderline (laughs) elite now because you you have that extra game. 12 and five is really solid. Those 13 and four teams title contenders. And then you'll have those teams every now and that'll limp in at nine and eight and and pull something off. But no, I, I like this team. I like the addition of Emmanuel Sanders. Hopefully he can stay healthy. I mean, what else is there to say? Uh, The bills, they should be right there. They should win that division. The divisional odds are what minus three hundred, minus four hundred to win that division. It's probably pretty damn high. I'd, I'd have to think. I'd, I want to say minus
1: three forty was what I what I had or saw.
0: Okay, okay. There we go. And like you said, continuity. That's that's key. I mean, and that's one thing also to keep in mind. Like, say that they have more of an injury bug this year the way to get around that is by just having that persistence having continuity of players so buffalo bills i would lean over am i going to bet it yeah, I, I may eventually if i get bored in july have an over on them so a very special thanks to yanni for making time for us here on this holiday weekend i hope that you and your beautiful families have a great july 4th holiday This is gonna be part one. Also, the sound quality here is crap because I'm editing this without microphone and software down at the beach, but this is part one. We're gonna have part two to this podcast. We're gonna go over some more teams over under win totals, touch on some more futures, as well as recap everything that we like right now, the futures market, and then stay tuned here at WagerAger. We're gonna have some more golf content, British Open, is even called the British Open anymore? The Open Championship, that's coming up in a couple of weeks. We'll have that, probably some NBA Finals content, as well as plenty more NFL futures market content. So again, hope you and your beautiful families have a great holiday, and we'll talk to you soon.